You're listening to the Stones with Crowd Radio Show with Domita White. White. Domita White. Can you please explain to the listeners who you are and um, basically what you do? Uh, what did I do to get here or just... Uh, oh, what no, what what you do, you know, like, you know, we can talk about that later, but, you know, you know, you, you're an entrepreneur from what I understand. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, yeah, my name is Quante uh, Adams, uh, also known as Bosco, uh, 43, uh, incarcerated at the United States Penitentiary in Canaan, which is a federal prison. Uh, and uh, I'm a self-published author uh, of memoir uh titled Chasing Freedom, uh which has been adopted well been adopted for a screenplay which will be coming out soon and uh basically I'm 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 somewhat of an advocate because I'm, I'm concerned about uh the state of most of the people who come from communities where I come from and uh I don't wanna see uh you know young men uh take the same road that I took and end up in uh, situations that I'm in right now. So where are you from? I'm from Compton, California. Okay. You don't sound like you're from um, Compton. I, You know, you sound like you're from <laughs> up north. <laughs> it's crazy you say that because a lot of times people just say that it sounds like I was from down south somewhere, but... It's probably because I've been up here in Pennsylvania and it's prison for like the last three years, so uh, some of the northern or east coast words start to uh, <laughs> get into my vocabulary or whatever. But yeah, I was uh, born, born and raised in South Los Angeles, Compton okay. area, and all that stuff. So, so what was uh, life like for you growing up in um, Compton? Nights? No, what was life like? It, yeah, oh, what was it like? Life like? Mm-hmm. Oh. God, it was, uh, I mean, I can't, looking back on it, I, I think it was pretty, uh, it was unfortunate circumstances, but at the time, it was fun, you know, I grew up, uh, in the gang culture, you know, I, I grew up as a crip, uh, my father's uncles, all of them were like, uh, originals, uh, from out of Compton area, they were crips, and so, I was pretty much raised to be that myself, you know, I, uh, Dropped out of school at 13, uh, was selling drugs from like 19 years old. Uh, ended up going to the California Youth Authority when I was 14. So, you know, I've pretty much been in and out of trouble, but at the time, it, you know, it seemed like fun because culturally it seemed like that's what I was taught to do. That was what, uh, you know, we identified as, as uh, normal behavior. Uh, in that environment, so you know, looking back on it, though, it, it was somewhat a uh, you unfortunate know, uh, circumstances. But I mean, I I don't if I could change it. I, I, Let's call it from a federal prison. I probably wouldn't because today, at at uh, the state I'm at now, it's like. That experience is uh, where I got my passion to want to uh, present others from, you know, getting into the type, same type of situation. So that experience is, is what made me who I am today. So and I guess I'm fortunate to survive it because I'm still alive and, you know, I still have an opportunity 
to, uh, you know, be heard and uh, perhaps uh, help some other people from going down that road. So I guess I look at it from that aspect. I look at it as a, as a blessing. Awesome. Awesome. And, and that is a good way to put it, um, you know, because you are who you are today. And like you said, you know, you're able to deter other people from ending up in the same situation. So um, tell the listeners how long you've been an entrepreneur and uh, what is the name of your business? Well, uh, pretty much all of my entrepreneurship is dealing with from here because in federal prison, we can't run any businesses. So pretty much everything is dealing with, with my writings and uh, it's basically me. You know, I'm, I'm trying to market myself so that uh you know, I can, uh, you know, expand out to where I can reach more people and, 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 and uh, somehow contribute to, to, to the reform that, that, needs, that needs to take place and, uh, with uh, so many people from our community. So, entrepreneurship, I guess it was, it was just uh, the name of my business would be Quante Adams, I guess, me, you know. So, but based on, you know, where I'm at is it's kind of just just illegal to uh, to run a business, so that's not uh, something that I can really uh, okay. say that I'm doing right now. You know. Okay, but you've written um, how many books have you written? I've written one that's been published so far, and I'm uh, currently in the process of writing another one, which I hope to publish within the next few months. Awesome, awesome. And what is the title and what is the book about? The current book that I'm writing now, I really haven't came up with the title, but it's it's another memoir based on my life. And uh, it's sort of picking up off the first one. The first one is called Chasing Freedom, which is uh, C-H-A-S-I-N apostrophe freedom, F-R-E-E-D-U-M, Chasing Freedom the Wrong Way. Uh, that's the first one that's already published and uh, the name of the second one I'm planning to be is Capturing Freedom because it it explains exactly what it means to be free and and how that I feel that I've uh, that that I've accomplished it even though I'm still in prison so it's pretty much uh, detailing about how no matter what circumstances you are in as long as you find your meaning and purpose and you're able to serve it from whatever conditions you're in, then, then you're pretty much free because I think everybody has a meaning and purpose. And once we find that uh, and we start uh, living up to it, then, you know, you're pretty much free. Nothing else really matters. Awesome. Awesome. I, I love that concept. That is amazing. Um so tell us a little bit more, I would say, about your personal life. Do you have any children? Yeah, exactly. I forgot about that. I have a daughter. <laughs> uh, I definitely can't leave that out. I mean, that's like one of the most important things in my life. Uh, my daughter, uh, it's like, she was actually conceived a couple of weeks before I was arrested. So I've never uh, been able to be out there with her, but she's... Uh, She'll be 14 uh, next month, uh, but yeah, that's 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 my heart right there. She loves, she's crazy about me, and I'm crazy about her. And you know, like when I first got arrested, you know, I 
tried escaping a lot of times. I actually had one successful escape, which they made a documentary about it. And, and all of that was based on, you know, the thoughts that I was having about, hey, look, I grew up without my father. So the worst, the last thing. This call is from a federal prison. The last thing I wanted to do was, you know, bring a child in this world and not be able to be there for her. And I think, you know, uh, not been there for children is one of the, uh, it's just one of the uh, things that really uh, affect, you know, our experience. Like when the man, when the fathers aren't there, you know, it, it has a drastic impact on the development of the children. So. At the time, it's like, you know, that was really weighing on my mind. And uh, I feared that, you know, my absence would, uh, you know, keep the cycle going. But fortunately, it seems like, you know, my absence is also fueling her to where she's passionate about breaking the cycle. It's just uh, recently she went out to school to Japan for a couple of weeks. So she's super smart. So, I mean, that right there made me proud because it's showing that, hey, you know, my, my fear is, uh, she's defying my fears by uh, turning out to be uh, an educated young woman, and, and, and that makes me proud of her right there. That is awesome. Um, I mean, congrats to her. Like you said, she defied the odds because, you know, a lot of children whose parents are incarcerated, you know, society, you know, tends to say, yeah, well, they're going to end up in the same situation. They're going to have behavioral problems, et cetera. You know, they're going to be a part of this, this vicious cycle and she's defying those odds. And that's a beautiful thing. Congrats exactly. to her. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so, like go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, you know, just piggybacking well, off of, it, you know, what you were saying. The, uh, it's like the feeling, the feeling I had when she went over to Japan to go to school. I mean, because she's from here. She's from the, the States, but not too often you got uh, a young black girl who's uh, growing up without her father actually goes overseas to go to school. And, you know, how serious she is taking education. It's like, it just makes me so proud. It's a good feeling. So, you know, it's like nothing else really matters. You know, when, you, when, when the seeds are developing properly, it kind of makes you feel like, okay, uh, Whatever happens to me, it, 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 I don't care, you know, as long as uh, she developed properly and, and, and the other kids and her generation, as long as the next generation does better than my generation, then I guess we're making a step uh, toward progress. So that's, that's, what, uh, that's what, what, I, what I appreciate. That's what I like the most. That is awesome. And I'm willing to I'm willing to sacrifice myself in order to make that happen. That is awesome. Um, you know, I, I am very happy. I, I love to hear stories like this, you know, and we have to continue to uplift our youth. That is amazing. So, like I said, yeah. I'm proud of her. I don't even know her. I love it. Love stories <laughs> like that. So, awesome. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and, you know, I mean, we can't be selfish. We nice. got to put other people first. Of course. You know, and, and it's not just my daughter. It's, it's everybody else's daughters and everybody else's sons because they're, they're the ones who, who are going to coexist in the world with my daughter. So I want to make sure that everybody around her is in the, 
in the world that she's living in is, is better than mine. And that means that we have to care about all of the kids and everybody who's going to be uh, coexisting in that world together. And that's what makes, you know, I think we were meant to be productive. That's what people, we were meant to come together and be productive and make the world a better place. And uh, I want to do my part however I can. Awesome. Awesome. And that, that, you know, it, it resonates with the, with the, with the statement, it takes a village to raise a child. You know, like you yeah. said, it's not just about your child It's everybody It's everybody's children in a community. You know, I wish everybody could think like you, you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have what about a minute left. And, um, so yeah, what, what, so what, um, lasting words do you want to leave to the listeners especially the youth out here uh, we live in a world that is just i've never seen the things that i'm seeing right now before especially you know with leadership and it's the direction of the country so what do you want to leave with the children don't be a victim what i mean by that is take control because the we're in control of our own destiny the things that we do today with our time is what would determine our tomorrow. And no matter what happens or what what's thrown at you, be rational. Think rationally. Don't don't just go with any thoughts or, or, or misperceive what's going on around you. Accept it and find a solution to deal with whatever problems come your way. But utilize the time that you got right now to prepare for tomorrow. Well, I'm going to close out by saying uh, thanks for having me. Uh, and, uh, you know, I wish just everything goes well with, with the show and everything. And uh, if I can help in any way, don't hesitate to contact me. And anybody interested in learning more about my story, they can uh, follow me on Facebook or visit my website uh, at QuanteBoscoAdams.com. That's Q-U-A-W-N-T-A-Y. B-O-S-C-O-A-D-A-M-S.com. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure having you on. I thank you for taking the time. Um, and I yeah. definitely look forward to this collaboration. Uh, anytime. I'm all for it. So just let me know. I'm here for you. Thank you. Appreciate you much. And everybody be productive. Yes. Thank you. That's an awesome um command everybody be productive that's right thank you so much for that all right thanks Jimmy. you're welcome you have a blessed night you too. thanks bye-bye. bye-bye ladies and gentlemen that was the amazing quante adams i thank him for his special time and um for the amazing work that he's doing and we will now break for a small commercial break
please take the time to learn what you need to learn to excel in life. Go to school or read or conceive knowledge from wherever you can get it. Remember, incarceration starts in the mind. Stay in society and remain a pillar of mankind. You don't have to go to prison to learn. Crime doesn't pay. I'm Al Quran and I approve this message. This message is brought to you by Street Consequences Entertainment. Stay street or repeat. Thank you for listening to Domita White on the Stones Will Cry Out radio show. Be sure to exercise your freedom from the Iron Beast and tune in next time. Follow us on social networking and at xenolive.com slash the Stones Will Cry Out. The Stones Will Cry Out. Xenolive.com. Freedom from the abyss of the Iron Beast.